Hey everyone, today on the Outpatient Perspective, we have the privilege to have Dr. Jeffrey Hodrick from Southern Joint Replacement Institute in Nashville, Tennessee, and he's going to talk with us today about their rapid recovery program and how they got to where they are. Welcome, Dr. Hodrick. Well, thank you, Stu. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having me on. You're welcome. So everybody out there who is watching this understands more and more total joints are being done these days. More and more are being performed outpatient, whether that be in the hospital or in ASCs. We would like your perspective on what makes a successful outpatient program from the recovery standpoint. Yeah, it's, um, it is kind of amazing, right? This is an exciting time to be in joint replacement, exciting time to be in an ambulatory surgery center that's doing joint replacement. To think that we are at this point, you know, 10 years ago or five years ago, if you look at patients staying in a hospital three days and now some patients being discharged three hours, you know, or four hours after surgeries, it's, it's pretty amazing. And what I've been able to see, so I've been in practice here in Nashville for 13 years and I've always been, and, and our group's always been very interested in, in how our patients do and the patients' outcomes. There's a few things that we've changed over time and we're able to track. Number one, we have data, we collect data. So if you don't measure your results, I don't think you can really effectively change and kind of um, optimize your protocols. So we look at our data. We've gone from, and this is 10 years ago, from a general anesthetic to now doing almost exclusively spinal anesthetics. So being able to avoid an inhaled anesthetic gas, which causes a lot of nausea, obviously a lot, a lot of somnolence, patients have to be awake. Now we use propofol only. So they have a sedation with a spinal anesthetic and then these get a regional anesthesia as well, in addition to a, a periarticular block uh, during the operation. Five minutes when they turn off the propofol, just like if you have a colonoscopy, you're wide awake and ready to go. Right. So that is very reassuring to a patient, too, after surgery, if we're able to get them at least up to a chair, let's say a half hour or an hour after surgery, using a short acting um, anesthetic like Mopivacaine for that spinal, which only then lasts two or three hours for that spinal, we're able to mobilize that patient. The other thing, and, and I've, I've come full circle because I was part of the um, using PCAs in the hospital um, okay. is kind of doing opioid sparing. So we thought we were doing our patients a favor by giving them more pain medicine, driving their pain scores down. But what was happening, unfortunately, we were creating problems on the, on the backside. Yeah. A lot of those patients immediately still are things like side effects, uh, nausea, vomiting, constipation, which is really a big one in our patient population. Being able to do all these things ahead of time to control uh, their discomfort and their expectations using less opioid or less narcotic on the back end allows them to do better. You know, I, I think patients do much better when they get off those medicines and most patients readily admit that. Right. So on you're, you're in a group of six there at Southern Joint Replacement. Yes. How in the world did you get everybody on the same page? I know from my experience, it is extremely hard to get even two or three orthopods in the same practice to agree on post-operative protocols. Well, Fortunately, um, at SGRI, so we're six fellowship trained joint surgeons. We're about to be seven, adding a seven. Um, we are very closely philosophically aligned. And again, putting the data, we meet monthly. We actually have several meetings a month, but we meet with our anesthesia staff and our hospital staff, medical staff, therapy staff. We put the data in the middle of the table, right? If you want surgeons to change behavior, 
show them their data and show them their data against other surgeons because we are a competitive lot and that's great right so what what are we trying to do we're trying to take better care of our patients so when someone sees something that works we can test it and we have the form to do that because we can track it so okay let's let's try using adductor canal or not using adductor canal blocks for total knees well three guys do this three guys do this and we've done this and then go six months and see if there's a difference right or if we want to test a different anesthetic for our periarticular block. We react to data. We react to patient outcomes. So if you can have that patient reported outcome data married up with our protocols, then it's been a lot easier. Even though we're technically different as a group, we all are in it for the same reason, and that's patient outcomes. So that makes it a lot easier to kind of drive those protocols. Now, we're six surgeons in the same group doing the same surgeries, and that also helps. So it's not like we're coming from you know different private groups in the same surgery center. Right. No, that, that makes sense. And it sounds from listening to you, you guys have been collecting data for 10 years. So you guys are ahead of the, the curve on, you know, what's going to happen for everybody here as there's pay for performance data is everything. Um, uh, on your rapid recovery, what are you guys doing for patient education? Yeah, I think it starts with the surgeon, honestly, that, that initial meeting, um, the initial conversation, which has gone from I think it was uncomfortable for surgeons to talk about outpatient surgery because you were afraid of getting that deer in headlights look of like, are you crazy? Like mama had her knee done and she was in a nursing home for two months, you know, afterwards. So tell somebody they're going home the same day, setting expectations. But I'm a big believer in lowering anxiety. We spend a lot of time. We have an amazing team of folks that meet with our patients, speak to our folks to make sure all their questions are answered before surgery. And what happens if you do that? So if you answer all their questions, the anxiety goes down, right? And we love to get patients to the point where number one, all they have to think about is their recovery. And then number two, they own the process, right? So if you can truly employ Mm -hmm. a patient in the process post-operatively and they take control, those patients fly. Because here's the best news, we have the best job in the world because we have a reliable surgery that gets rid of pain immediately. And I tell patients, now I've, and I've come full circle, I'm like, you will be uncomfortable after surgery, but it'll be a reasonable amount of discomfort that you can handle, right? All the arthritis pain gone, surgical soreness, which will go away with time, right? All those things are like reassuring to a patient. And usually those things come to fruition. Well, it makes sense just, just personally, we're all afraid of the unknown, correct? So when you're telling them you will be doing this, you know, an hour after surgery, you will go home the same day and you will have discomfort. That's, that's a powerful, powerful thing there. Um, Well, we appreciate the, the brief time we had with you today, Dr. Hodrick. Uh, If people would like to connect with you, what is the best way for, you know, other surgeons to connect with you? Oh, sure. My, my email is jhodrick at sjri.com. It's probably the easiest way. Um, if it's someone else on the phone or locally and want to uh, come check it out, I do surgery, uh, surgery visitations as well. Uh, the office number is 615-342-0038. Uh, website, www.sjri.com. My website's www.nashvillehipandknee.com. All right. Thank you very much, Dr. Hodrick. I appreciate the time. Thanks, Stu. Have a great day. You too. Thanks.